Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
ישראל.
That is like the perfect post-Lagba Omer CD. Eitan Katz. There are a lot of great live albums out there. That one is spectacular. 13 selections on the brand new Eitan Katz live in Jerusalem. Mm, unbelievable. Before that, Pischi Lee, title track from Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. Before that one, Eli Schwebel, Eberster from Heart's Mind. You heard Kedai, that opens up the live Nokia double CD from Yaakov Shweki, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. JM in the AM at 27 minutes after 6 on this Tuesday. It's May 20th, the 20th of ER. Today is day 35. In the counting of the Omer, it's five total weeks. Could you believe it's four weeks since we left Florida? Gosh. Can't wait to get back there. I hope to be at the Taurus Chaim Taurus MS auction this weekend. Be back in the sunshine state. I mean, it's all right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> the temperatures are are much better than they were, but I don't know. We just can't kick into really, really warm weather yet. Um, I wonder what's going to happen on uh, Thursday. When so many of our listeners head out to Allentown, Pennsylvania for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs Jewish Heritage Night. Wonder how the weather's going to be. Let's hope it holds up and we have a really nice time out there. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's becoming more and more. I don't know how many people out there are following this story, but it's becoming more and more likely that I'm going to be heading out Thursday. Haven't made a final decision yet, but I don't know. I just got, I got the urge. Got the urge to go out there, Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock at 6 p.m., by the way. It's not 5 p.m., it's 6 p.m. Uh, Schlockrock is performing. Then at 7 o'clock, the, uh, the Iron Pigs take on the Toledo Mud Hens in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Kosher food, yarmulkes with the Iron Pigs um, logo on it for sale. I believe free caps. We're going to find out later on. I'm going to find out everything. But uh, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, yesterday, last night, finally, it became so serious that we might go that we started actually looking at the weather forecast out there. 56 degrees, mostly sunny here with a high temperature, 76. Not bad. Cloudy tonight, low 58. And tomorrow, afternoon showers with a high temperature of 72 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 77, 56 here in Jersey City. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web, jmandtheam.org, and eight days away from the brand new Nahum Siegel Network app, which we're going to introduce on Yom Yerushalayim. And if you are a fan of what we do all day long on our stream at jmnam.org, you're going to absolutely love uh, the new Nahum Siegel Network app. Details, of course, as we get closer and closer right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. This is from God Elbaz. Shabbat <laughs> 
In the AM, that's Lipa off of the CD entitled The Hidden Spark with the No Shimcha. Mazel Tov to Lipa, graduated college. Many of you may have seen on the social media the pictures of his graduation this past Sunday. 
on Lagba Omer. Barrio with Ain Lanu. You heard Dhamma done by the Yeshiva Boys Choir on the brand new YBC6. That is in our 9 at 9 poll. If you go to NahumSiegel.com, if you go to the 9 at 9 tab at the top of the page, you'll see a whole bunch of a cappella selections. And then Yossi Zweig has uploaded a list of brand new material. Folks like Ellie Schwabel and Barry Weber and Nachas and Amiran Dvir and Barrio, who we just mentioned. The Kinderlach, YBC, Chaim Yisrael has four on the list for the 9 at 9. Tonight he counts them down, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmtheam.org. So make sure to vote before that. Go to the 9 at 9 link on uh, nachomsegel.com, and you'll be able to vote for your favorites. Uh, before Lipa, we had Barrio, Yeshiva Boys. Yehuda Katz was in there with Bissim Rabba, brand new single, and God Elbaz had La Kol Me. Eight minutes before 7 o'clock Tuesday, JM and the AM, day 35 in the counting of the Omer. You know, on parade day, the Celebrate Israel parade is amazing. And uh, we get the opportunity to be the official audio webcast of the Celebrate Israel parade, which is always incredible. We're right there on Fifth Avenue, and we look forward to greeting everybody on June 1st up Fifth Avenue. Uh, the Celebrate Israel Parade is followed by the Israel Day Concert, which happens in Central Park at the summer stage. And uh, <laughs> it is unbelievable. I, I, I was not aware that the Israel Day Concert, showing solidarity with Israel and standing united for Jerusalem, includes this year at the Central Park summer stage, God Elbaz, Lipa, Benny Friedman, Edan, Shlaimi Dax, Michael Elias, Ari Lesser, Nachas, Elron Zabatini, Mayor Goldberg, Shabi Sofer, Chaim Kiss, the Broadway Youth Ensemble, the Born Dancers, the Simcha Squad, Yaakov Rothstein, and Mayor Kalmanson. It is a free concert going on in the summer stage until 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, June the 1st. So that is going to be quite a day in New York City, and I cannot believe the... Um, I, I, I just cannot believe the lineup that they've put together this year. This concert has just gotten bigger and bigger. Anyways, that's the story, so I'll get ready to spend the day in New York on June 1st. Day 35 in the counting of the Omer. That's right, 35. That's five weeks. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. And... um that's right, two weeks from tonight, the holiday of Shavuos. Unbelievable. JM and the AM, we continue. This one's from Yidl.
J.M. in the A.M. A drop late because today is the uh, 35th of the Omer, but why not? Bar Yochai done by uh, Yidel from the CD entitled A Vertiger Yid here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, Lipa before that with Nodal Shimcha. I just spoke to Robert Katz. Does not sound nervous unless he was hiding it really well, unless he was jittery behind the uh, upfront conversation that we had, why would Robert Katz and tens of others be nervous right now, you ask? Because you may recall, we announced this a few weeks ago, that on May 20th, and that's this morning, on May 20th, in support of our uh, amazing OHEL organization, and our listeners know just how incredible OHEL is, But in support of the amazing OHEL organization, a group of people, a number of people, what seems to be an unusually large number of people, like around 80 or 90, have decided to repel off of a building. And therefore, people like Robert Katz, who I believe is scheduled for the latter part of the day, and his colleagues, who are ready to grab the repelling rope from the top of... uh, the Heritage Capital Group building in um, on the 20th floor in downtown Newark. Uh, you'd suspect they'd be nervous. They're on their way right now. And essentially, there's no turning back. They've been telling their sponsors, their friends, their relatives for the last, oh, I don't know how long, how many weeks, that they're going to be jumping off of this 20-story building and repelling all the way to the ground with amazing views of Manhattan, by the way, on a gorgeous day like today. So I don't know. He doesn't seem nervous. And I think those who are doing it are hiding it really well. But the big challenge begins this morning. I believe at 9 a.m. the first person will repel off of the roof, down 20 stories to the ground in downtown Newark to benefit Ohel. And by the way, for those of you wondering if they really are nervous or, or are filled with trepidation, this event is completely sold out. They've sold every spot. Kolakavot to everybody who's doing this. I just can't. I cannot believe it. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at ninety one point nine on the FM dial and around the world in the web jmdm.org. Oh, and by the way, if you're on Route two eighty, and if you're heading west and you're looking to your left, you're heading east and you're looking to your right. And you think you're going to see people repelling off the building? I was informed that they're actually repelling on the inside downtown Newark side. So you will not see it from your vantage point. You may see some people on the roof. That's possible. But you won't actually see people repelling down the building from that side. You'd have to be on the other side or from a different vantage point in order to see it. So go on down. You can stop by. You can stop by in downtown Newark and uh, check it out. will not be hard to find, that I can tell you. And uh, you can see it up close and personal. And kudos to those who sponsored all the repellers. Kolakavod uh, to our friends from Ohel. Uh, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tova, JMN. Galitzal, Shalom Rav, Kanran Yevnai, Imashi Koreachshav. 
הותר לפרסום בכירי חברת נדל"ן ציבורית חשודים שמעלו בכספי החברה לאורך שנים בהיקף של 60 מיליוני שקלים, ואף העבירו כספים לארגון הפשע של העבריין יצחק אברג'יל. כתבתנו עדה שטייף. מנהלי חברת נדל"ן ציבורית מעלו בכספי החברה והעבירו מיליונים לארגון הפשיעה של יצחק אברג'יל. חקירה סמויה של להב 433 יחד עם רשות המסים הביאה למעצרם של ארבעה קבלנים בהם מנהלי חברת הנדל"ן. הבוקר נעצר יצחק אברג'יל שיובא בשעה הקרובה להארכת מעצרו. מעצרם של הקבלנים החשודים הוארך בשישה ימים והחקירה בעיצומה. ההורגים ופצועים ברוסיה בעקבות התנגשות בין רכבות, כתבתנו נעמה ארטשיק. על פי הדיווחים בתקשורת הרוסית, לפחות חמישה בני אדם נהרגו ועשרות נפצעו בהתנגשות רכבת מסע עם רכבת נוסעים, כ-60 קילומטרים מערבית למוסקבה. עוד דווח כי מספר קרונות סטו מהמסילה והתהפכו, ונעשים מאמצים לחלץ את הנוסעים. מותם של שני צעירים פלסטינים ביום הנכבה. ארגון פלסטיני פרסם סרטון המוכיח לכאורה ששני הצעירים לא התפרעו כשנורו. כתבנו עידו בן בג'י. בסרטון שנלקח ממצלמות אבטחה סמוך למחסום ביטוניה מתועדים הפלסטינים כשהם נופלים בפתאומיות לקרקע מבלי שהפעילו אלימות כלפי כוחות הביטחון. מדובר צה"ל נמסר כי הסרטון ערוך בצורה מגמתית שאינה משקפת את האלימות בהפרת הסדר. מבדיקה ראשונית לא בוצע שם ירי חי, עם זאת הפרקליטות הצבאית הורתה על פתיחת חקירת מצח בנושא לשון התגובה. שר השיכון אורי אריאל מתייחס לקיפאון בשוק הנדל"ן בעקבות פרסום תוכנית מע"מ אפס להוזלת מחירי הדיור ואומר, ידענו שזה יקרה, הכל ייפתר בתוך כחודשיים. היה ידוע מראש בעת החשיבה על התוכניות שאנחנו ניכנס להולד, זה לא יכול להיות אחרת, זה ברור שאתם, היזמים והקבלנים, לא מסתערים על שוק שהוא לא ברור, זה ייגמר עד השלישי לאוגוסט. אלא, הערת אזהרה, אם יהיו בג"צים זה עולם אחר. מדברי אריאל הביא כתבנו ענבל תמיר. משרד התקשורת יוזם חוק חדש שיאפשר לצפות בשידורי עידן פלוס גם דרך האינטרנט ולא רק מהלוויין. כתבתנו עפרי אשל שמע את שר התקשורת גלעד ארדן. הצעת החוק בעצם תאמר שגם הפצה על בסיס רשת האינטרנט של הערוצים הפתוחים שהיום מופצים על מערך העידן פלוס בעצם תתאפשר מבחינת החוק. היום בעצם נורתה יריית הפתיחה לתחרות אל מול הכבלים והלוויין על בסיס שידורי טלוויזיה על רשת האינטרנט. יום הולדת 90 ליהודה עמיחי, היום מתקיים בירושלים אירוע לזכרו בהשתתפות אומנים ובני משפחתו. בתוכניתנו בילוי היום עם עומר ולדמן, התייחסה חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' למגבלות שמטילה משפחתו של עמיחי על השימוש ביצירותיו. היצירות הן נכסים שכבר הם מעל ומעבר לזמן, למקום ולאדם עצמו ולמשפחתו, והם שייכים לציבור מאוד גדול, והשטף האדיר של היצירות שלו והשיבוש הכן מאוד נפוץ שלהן, כן משאיר בידי הציבור נתח עצום, הנתח הזה צריך לגדול. אמנם אדם הוא גם של משפחתו, אבל הוא... מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורכת טלי חזקאלי.
lips to sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. In the moonlight, and we fall in love in Israel. Wherever you go, I will go, having to follow my heart, riding the wings that. Shares from our souls. A time to mend, a time to gather stones, a time for peace in Israel. Let me hear the voice of bride and groom, of laughter in the streets. Of our children, so they need not fear in Israel.
Oh, it's one of my favorites in Israel, done by Sam Glazer, Tuesday morning, JM the AM. Well, I mentioned that a lot of folks are, <laughs> a lot of folks are heading over to Newark, New Jersey, where the um, Ohel repelling vent, the Ohel extreme over the edge event is taking place today. People are literally repelling 20 stories for Ohel at the Heritage Capital Group building in Newark. It's 20 stories. You can go to ohelldoyoudare.org. I, I still got to sponsor somebody. Let's try to take care of that right now. I'm sure it's doable, right? We can go to the website right now and take care of that. Anyway, I just spoke to uh, Robert Katz earlier. Seems that uh, he and all the other participants are relatively calm. How they're able to keep their demeanor like that, I have no idea. But they will be going over the edge. If you're near downtown Newark today, stop by. They're inviting everybody to stop by and see what's happening. They'll be uh, jumping off the building, so to speak, from <laughs> from 9 until 4 in that area, 9 until 5 uh, in that area uh, most of the day. So you'll be able to check it out. Who's who's officially the first repeller? I don't know. Maybe someone could text us or email us and let us know. I used a unique hashtag, by the way. On Facebook and Twitter, we just posted this whole thing about, uh, uh, you know, Robert um, getting in touch with us this morning and uh, didn't seem nervous. Hashtag people are jumping off a building today for OL. <laughs> Pretty long hashtag, huh? I would say so. JM and the AM, eighth day, opened up the hour with Bar Yochai off of the Tracht Good CD here at JM in the AM. Mostly sunny with a high of 76. Great day today, by the way, for the whole repelling thing. A really great day. Kolekavod. Nice weather. Uh, I remind everybody that Shavuos is right around the corner, and the uh, Lopin family and uh, the Coats for Cold Kids campaign encourages everybody to uh, take on the task of learning Shavuos night for this amazing cause. The Liba Gabriela Fund, under the leadership of Dr. Sam Lupin, started a program last year called Coats for Cold Kids to raise funds for coats for underprivileged children living below the poverty line in Israel. They distributed 500 coats, and their goal for this year is to get into the thousands and thousands of coats for cold kids in the Holy Land. All you got to do is uh, go to the... Uh, is go to the Learnathon page and essentially um, just get people to sponsor your your Torah study on Shavuos night, and uh, you'll be raising money for an amazing cause. Go to wizathon.com slash coats for cold kids. That's a number four for cold kids. Wizathon.com slash coats for cold kids, and you can turn your um, Torah study Shavuos night into an even uh, into an evening more into an even more amazing experience by raising money for a great cause. Go to that website for information and call a vote uh, to the Lupin family for what they are doing in uh, helping those in Israel. 18 minutes after 7 o'clock, it's JM in the AM. Good morning, all.
J.M. in the A.M. It's Yehuda Green. Before that, Aspaklaria with their uh, Nachamu selection. Day 35 in the counting of the Omer. Five weeks already. Could you believe Shavuos is two weeks from tonight? Unbelievable. 56 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of 76. Great weather for those who are repelling off of uh, <laughs> off of the um, 20-story building in Newark, New Jersey, on behalf of Ohel. Kolakavod, a sold-out event for today. Every slot they offered is gone. Just pretty amazing. I still don't understand why somebody would want to do it, but boy, oh boy, the adventurous types out there, they ran for it. Thank God, and they're raising good money for an amazing organization. Good luck to everybody. They'll be in downtown Newark from about 9 o'clock this morning till 5 p.m. Our very own Robert Katz is supposed to repel, I think, around 4-ish. So be there at that time. Root him on. See if he chickens out. I know he's not going to chicken out. Just tossing that in there for a little uh, drama, that's all. Hey, speaking of drama, I want to give a special shout-out to Mayanot Yeshiva High School for Girls. They're inviting all women of the community to their student-directed performance for tonight. It's called Heartbeats, a night of song, dance, art, and connection. The evening featuring student-created song and dance routines and a student art exhibit will take place tonight beginning at 7 p.m. That's going to be happening in Teaneck, New Jersey, at Congregation Beth Shalom on Maitland Avenue in Teaneck. Um, information, you can contact the uh, the special Mayanode Heartbeats hotline at 201-833-4307, 201-833-4307. Proceeds from tonight will be donated to Chabad's Children of Chernobyl. Again, it's tonight at 7 at Beth Shalom on Maitland Avenue in Teaneck. Good luck, Mayanode. Good luck to all the Mayanode students who are performing tonight. I am told that it is an amazing event, and I'm sure it will be. Tonight is the Laniato Dinner, the American Friends of Laniato Hospital, to benefit their new catheterization lab in the cardiology department at Laniato in Netanya, Israel. It's happening at Studio 450 on West 31st Street in New York City. Mazal tov to all the honorees. And everybody heading there tonight, enjoy. The Beis Yaakov Dinner, Ozva Hadar, Birkas Yisrael High School has their dinner tonight, and our good friends, Mr. and Mrs. Shimon Lefkowitz, are among the uh, honorees. In fact, they are the guests of honor. We wish them a very special mazel tov uh, for tonight's big event. The Amuna Luncheon, the spring luncheon, is today at the Prince George Ballroom in New York City. That be- begins around 11 a.m. Uh, guest of honor, uh, Dr. Ruth Gruber, uh, many other distinguished honorees as well. A special mazel tov to all of them is the Amuna Spring Luncheon. Happens later today. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser. Oh, do we have Rabbi Goldwasser's set? Rabbi, Gold, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Oh, we have to wait a minute. All right, we'll get to Rabbi Goldwasser in a minute. Everybody on their way to the OL event in downtown Newark. We say good luck. Uh, the weather is spectacular. I'm told the uh, the views from the top of the building of New York City are simply remarkable. And uh, for those of you out there who've raised good money on behalf of uh, Ohel Kolakavod, a unique event to say the least, <laughs> and everybody out there who's been uh, chosen at this point to participate, Kolakavod from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, we're going to go back to a uh, morning chizuk previously presented by Goldwasser on the topic of Sphira. Uh, only because we don't want to uh, go through the morning without uh, 
his words of Torah. So Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masar of Zebedev Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud in Yavamas tells us, Rabbi Akiva had 12,000 pairs of Talmidim. They all died at the same time because they didn't treat each other with respect. To illustrate the prestige and stature of Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim, we're going to describe the greatness of the great Tana Rameir Balanes. He was one of Rabbi Akiva's students. The Talmud tells us in Erevin, in his generation, there was none that was equal to him. We have to understand, why wasn't the halacha determined according to his views? It's because his colleagues could not fathom the depths of his mind. He was called mayor because he enlightened the sages in halacha. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi said that the reason he personally was sharper than his colleagues was because he sat behind the great Rebbe Mayer. Had he sat facing him, he would have even been sharper. Nevertheless, when he came to learn with Rabbi Akiva, he couldn't grasp his lectures, and he went to learn by Rabbi Yishmuel. He then returned to Rabbi Akiva and ultimately sat at the head. All 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva were of this caliber. When the plague hit these 24,000 Talmidim, because they didn't give honor to each other, the entire world was left desolate. Rashi explains that the mitzvah of Hadarta Pnei refers to honoring a sage or one who has acquired wisdom. The halacha is that two Talmidei Chachamim do not have to stand up for each other. It's sufficient for them to acknowledge each other. We learn that 930 different types of death were created in the world. The Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva were afflicted with the most dreadful one. Why was this their fate? What provoked the anger of Hashem in this manner? The Marsha writes that it's possible that they spoke Loshon Hara about each other. But this is difficult for us to understand, for it's not mentioned explicitly, nor are we inclined to hunt for Averis that one might have committed. Rabbi Yeruchim of the Mer clarifies the Marsha by citing Rashi's statement in Bereshis. Yaakov Avinu was afraid that he didn't deserve to be saved from Esav, and perhaps he had sinned. The Ramban points out that Yaakov himself testified that he had lived with Lavan, and he guarded the 613 mitzvahs, whereas Esav committed five major averis in one day. He notes, though, that Sadikim are always fearful of sin. Was Yaakov afraid of the two mitzvahs in which Esav excelled, Kibbutz Aim and Yishuv Eretz Yisrael? It's explained that Yaakov was the superior of the others. He was held responsible for even the most minor infraction. For Esav, who had cast off the Malchus Shamayim, the yoke of the heavenly kingdom, his two mitzvahs were indeed very significant. We learned that Hashem is very exacting with Sadikim. They are held to a higher standard. Rabbi Akiva expounded and exemplified the mitzvah of Yahavtuech of loving one's friend. By not giving honor to one another, as the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, they were held accountable for the lapse. It was considered as if they had spoken Loshon Hara about their colleague. That is the reason why their deaths were warranted. During this time of Sfiris Omer, it is a time of Tikkun Amidas when we can rectify our sins 
particularly those bein adam lechavero between us and our friends. We should utilize each and every day to mend friendships, to grow closer to each other, and develop a deep respect and dignity for all people. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday, day 35 in the counting of the Omer. We will have, by the way, <laughs> I arranged for this yesterday, we will have an update uh, regarding the Jewish Heritage Night at the at the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, which is happening this coming Thursday night with Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock. We will do that toward the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour. So be patient, those of you who uh, are ready to hop on the uh, road trip bandwagon with the rest of us for this coming Thursday. Also, um, I got the list of the initial repellers. At 9 o'clock this morning in downtown Newark, the following people will lead the brigade as they repel down 20 flights on behalf of Ohel. Uh, Bracha Kohantab, Shira Ashendorf, followed by committee members Zevi Blumenfrucht, Jay Goldstein, and then at 9.50, a mom and daughter, Susan and Ora Presby of Teaneck, New Jersey, are actually repelling together. For us, the big moments that are at around 4 p.m. when our very own Robert Katz is going to be heading off the building. So kudos to everybody who's working very hard today for OHEL. Enjoy the view from up there and enjoy the experience, which I assume for you, if you've signed up, like all the other people who sold out this event, uh, you're going to enjoy it. Well, what's happening in Inwood, New York, is the question. What's happening in Inwood, Manhattan? For many of you, the question may be, where is Inwood, Manhattan? Rabbi Herschel Hartz is here who has worked tirelessly for the past year reviving the latent Jewish community of Inwood, Manhattan. He's a graduate of Yeshiva University's Reit Smicha program, Bernard Revel Graduate School, where he received a master's in Jewish history. And he is founder and executive director of Inwood Jews. Rabbi Herschel Hartz, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. All right, where is Inwood? <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> It's the northernmost tip of Manhattan. Most people, exactly what you just said, most people don't know where Inwood, Manhattan is. The northernmost tip of Manhattan, right above Washington Heights, right above Yeshiva University. Right. And uh, when people said to me there were Jews up in Inwood, I said to them, you're crazy. So there is an Inwood on Long Island. There's an Inwood, Inwood on Long Island. Right. And most people, when I say to them, you know, I'm doing things in Inwood, they, they say to me, you're Long Island. Right, you're exactly. And they don't think Inwood, Manhattan. Right. All right, so I'm familiar. Yeah. As many people know, with yeah. Washington Heights because Obviously. of Yeshiva University. Obviously. Then, if you head west, you're essentially on what many people call the Breuer side, the exactly. single side, the, the and Mount Sinai, the and Mount Sinai exactly. side. Exactly. So you're saying that if you draw that line from YU and West, you're above that. You're the, are you the next neighborhood, two neighborhoods? How would you put it? So if you go Washington Heights, a couple blocks up, basically Dykeman, which is 200th right. Street, you go a little bit above. The neighborhood, just like in Washington Heights, if you went 10 years ago, Washington Heights wasn't as nice as it is nowadays. Correct. So 10 years ago, Mount Sinai wasn't what it used to be as far as the number of people, the right. number of singles, transients right. Meaning that the used to be. Of them. Right. So the same phenomenon that is happening in Harlem, that same t- phenomenon that ha- that's happening in Washington Heights is happening in Inwood as well. Now, I'm not saying from people are moving to right. Inwood. That's not what I'm saying. But Jews, the same type of people that are moving to Harlem, the same type of people that are moving to Washington Heights, are moving to Inwood. And right. the same type of people that could move, that have moved to Washington Heights could move as well to Inwood. And that's what we've been seeing in the organization that I've been running, that 
inward, they're Jews in inward. Well, this is happening on the entire island of Manhattan. Of course. I mean, we see it on the Lower and, East and Side. It's not, and, and it's not much of a surprise right. if you see the people that come out to our events right. that there's a reality that the, the neighborhood in Inwood, the Starbucks, the coffee houses, the frozen yogurt stores, there's a reality. All right, so that, let me continue yeah, sure. getting a perspective sure. here. So, so your Kingsbridge would be too far up, right? That's, that's, not, that's not even Manhattan anymore, right? That's that's up in the Bronx. That's exactly. officially the Bronx. Exactly. But if you're if you're at two o seventh at the A train station, is that you? That's me. That's you. That's Inwood. That's Inwood. And now I can tell you what it was like being there on a regular basis in the seventies and eighties. Exactly. It was, it was not so, the best area. So no, now now. So if we go back to the sixties, though, there were t- ten thousand Jews and there were four or five shuls. Now, of course, what was the big shul in the sixties? Would you know? So Inwood Hebrew, Hebrew congregation, which is a conservative shul. Right. But there were other shuls in the area that were a modern Orthodox shul, an Orthodox shul. There was a Reform shul. There were other shuls in the area that had ten. You know, there were ten thousand Jews, right. and it was a predominantly, you know, it was a Jewish area. It was an Italian area. There were you know, other types of people. It was a mixed area. It wasn't just a Jewish area. That there were a lot of Jews there, and the the area, you know, the Jews left. And but now the the reality is is that the neighborhood is picking up. It's moving. It's changing. And that's what's happening throughout New York. And that's the reality. Even that's under the elevated train and all that. Even in that and, area. And you know, if you talk to the oh, politi- they're right near the subway station. And if you right. talk to the politicians, if you talk to the councilman right. who lives in the area, which I've met with him, they want the area to change. Yeah, they course, want the area yeah. to move. And they, they, if you talk to real estate people, they see that the real estate is moving. It's well, changing. Well, how long have you been there? So I've been there just for a year. Are housing prices going up just in that year? Now, if you ask people in Cranes, New York, for example, the, uh, one of the newspapers, right. if you talk to New York Times, if you talk to the Wall Street Journal, in the past year, I don't know about the past right. year, but, but if you ask, for example, one of the studies that, were, that was done in the past year, yes, if you <laughs> – yes, right. in the past five or ten years, um, uh, commercial prices have almost doubled have almost doubled, right. and it's it's incredible. And 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 for example, when Starbucks comes into an area, yeah. bigger resi- uh, bigger commercial chains start looking yeah, into an area know, like Inwood. They know Starbucks knows stuff, and, and when they don't commercial know. chains start coming in, that's when right. the residential real estate prices start moving up. Rabbi Herschel Hartz is here. So you started an organization called. What was the name of the organization? Inwood Jews. Inwood Just Jews. Just a Pashida name. Nothing. And, and do you actually gather for services or rituals, or is this just an organization? So that's one point? of the interesting things. We do once a month gather for Shabbat services, Shabbat services, and the davening we do is in a pharmacy. That's one of the things that was very interesting. What street? Uh, on 207th Street. There's a pharmacy there. His name, uh, it's the name of the pharmacy is called Dictor's Pharmacy. The guy who gives us space, space is a Catholic. He's not Jewish. Oh, is that funny? He's really funny. We got coverage because what's so interesting about our organization, we've got incredible media coverage. And one of the cover pieces, um, one of the cover, some of the media coverage you've gotten is because of the fact that we do our davening in the basement of a pharmacy. It's a good stick, huh? And it's wonderful. So this, this gentleman named Manny Ramirez gives us space in the basement of, of, of his pharmacy, <laughs> along with other groups as well, not just a Jewish shul, not just a Jewish Orthodox shul, but he gives us space in his, in his thing. And people have asked me, why is he giving you space? It doesn't make any sense. And the guy, he just has a hergish for Judaism. I don't get it. Unbelievable. It's because because his, he, he used to work in Teaneck, actually, right. and his boss he used to be a Jew who lived in Inwood. 
And he tells me stories how they used to schlep him to Inwood Hebrew Congregation for a minion on Shabbos. <laughs> the guy wasn't necessarily such a religious guy, right. Dichter. Um, his last name was Dichter, but he German Jew. But he, he would sometimes go to Inwood Hebrew Congregation or conservative shul. And it was, you know, he has a lot of stories, and he has a f- special feeling for Jews and Judaism, which is very interesting. So he, he really feels, and you see in his pharmacy, he really feels that the neighborhood is picking picking up. And you see in his pharmacy itself, because he the pharmacy is not in you, is not just in any old pharmacy. It has it has a um, benches and it, he sells milkshakes. He sells bagels there. He, it's like not a um, normal conventional pharmacy. So when everyone leaves Shabbos morning, are they walking through the the uh, the bar area? Yeah, no. So <laughs> meaning, meaning the pharmacy is like harkens to the day of the fifties. Right. And so meaning he he knows in the neighborhood right. has yuppies and right. n- new people. Yeah, he must like the changes that are he going on. Loves it. By and the he, way, by the way, sports note: the real Manny Ramirez is from Washington Heights. Oh, really? You didn't you know, know that. that? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Are you really? kidding? He played high know. school ball, Washington I, Heights I in the 1980s. That. Really interesting. I wonder if he's related. Please find <laughs> out. J.M. and the Amber by Herschel Hartz is here. We're talking about Inwood, Manhattan. Now, um, so what is the possibility here for the future? Could there be an Orthodox synagogue in, <laughs> in, in Inwood in a short amount of time? So, you know, everyone who I speak to, you know, talks about that possibility. You know, it's very interesting. Everyone who I work with, you know, I, obviously I, I'm a musmach, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a graduate of Yeshiva University, so the people I work with in Yeshiva University obviously the, see the potential in oh, that's it. That's for sure. And um, I, I just met with Perry Tershwell. Sure. You know, there, there are people who definitely see that potential. Chabad sees that potential. Right. Everyone sees that potential. And it's not even necessarily... Is the, there? Or, it's surprising there's no Chabad up there officially. I, I'm, I'm also surprised. You know, I, I obviously am very... You know, you see my beard. I'm, I'm also very... I'm very connected to Chabad. Right. So, but, you know, it's not, it's not necessarily just the Orthodox aspect. It's just the necessity just to have something Jewish up there. Right. Because there's so many Jewish souls that are up, souls that are up there. So we're just trying to make a Jewish impact in the neighborhood. Do you live in Inwood? Currently, I don't. And that's what we're trying. We're trying to fundraise. We're trying to make it. You're trying, literally trying to get there. And, we're and trying to get so there. So once you're there, that's the likelihood that the shul will be created. Obviously. Right. Obviously. Unbelievable. And that's what we're trying to do. Because the reality is is that it's inevitable. If you talk to I, I had one couple come up to me from Washington Heights. They said to me, It's wonderful what you're doing because it's inevitable that couples are going to be priced out right. of Washington Heights or not only priced out of Washington Heights, they're gonna want to move up to Inwood. Right. It's not just that Inwood is just another neighborhood. Inwood has beautiful parks. It it's, has wonderful restaurants. It has wonderful coffee houses. It's it, it there's something special about Inwood. And it, the subway's not, right there. And the subway is right there. <laughs> and it's not. I'm not saying to you Inwood is there now. There's there's there there are parts of it that need to be improved. I'm not saying. And there are things that need to be improved, as I said before. But there's something special about Inwood that even real estate people who I speak to. Um, see about the neighborhood. All right, so that pharmacy is on 207th Street. It's called Dictor's Pharmacy. Literally in the heart of the area over exactly. there. Exactly. And uh, if anybody wants information, when's the next service? When's the next time so you'll next, gather on Shabbos morning? So the morning? next davening we're going to be doing is May 30th. May 30th, and, we're, right. and another thing about our programming, just really quickly, is that sure. um, our programming is very unique. We do everything in the parks. We do things, things on the streets. I.E.? Like, for example, we're doing Shavuos, we're doing a Kriya, we're doing the, a reading of a Sarasadibros in the Inwood Hill Park. 
and that, that will be what Wednesday at oh, some point. No, in the we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it 6 p.m. on the first day of Shavuos. We're going to take. I'm going to take a sefer Torah. I haven't talked to Rabban about this. I have to figure that out. But that's some good people to talk you know, to. So I, they asked me in ju- the Jewish week, what ta- you know, what what type of person are you? You know, are you YU? Are you Chabad? I said I, I have the Chabad spirit, but the efficiency of YU. Very good. So I, 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 that's my Chabad spirit coming out. I'm going out with my Torah and my Sefer Torah, but and I'm going. But there's some efficient people in YU who are going to want to speak to you about exactly. This. So, so I have to ask my Rabban. So whatever. So I'm going to go out with my Sefer Torah, and I'm going to go out, and we're going to have cheesecake, and we're going to have ice cream. So. Meaning, meaning, we're going to go out. We're going to make the biggest Jewish impact that we can in Inwood, with in the streets, in the pharmacies, wherever we can, in the parks. And, we're, and our website is inwoodjews.org. And all that information is there, I assume. Inwoodjews.org. So this is important because you never know who's listening to this show. Absolutely. Uh, 6 p.m. Wednesday to first day Shavuos. What's Absolutely. the name of the park? Uh, it's Inwood Hill Park. And which easy, actually, they'll be easy to find which you? Which actually, yeah. And, and, and we're right there in the park. <laughs> and it's actually the last, one of the things that's the uh, advantage of the park, it's the last uh, untouched park in all of Manhattan, meaning it's a natural park, meaning the forest, there's, there's a beautiful forest there. Lots of hiking space, lots of biking biking trails in Manhattan. Yeah, in Manhattan. Who would think? The, and you would think there's a there. Um, Columbia built a um, boardwalk there for people to launch boats. Holy cow! You would never imagine it in Manhattan, but yet they have it there. It's amazing, and it, there's just something very special about the neighborhood. And there's just so much potential for people, Jewish people, to to build something special there. I'm All telling right. You. So Dichter Pharmacy next Shabbos, not next this Shabbos, week. Not this the Shabbos. Shabbos before Shavuos. You start at what time? We'd start at six fifteen. It's a little bit early. But we're oh, it's actually Friday night, you mean? Friday nights. And only Shabbos Friday. Oh, it's only Friday Shabbos. night. Okay. We, we're not there yet. We're and then Shavuos, Wednesday, day one, 6 p.m. Exactly. With ice cream. With ice cream. And cheesecake. cheesecake. And a special, we're bringing the Torah, with the Torah down to the earth with a Kriya of Aseris Adibros. And you will read the Aseris Adibros With there. a Sefer Torah. And that is at the, what's the official name again of the park? Inwood Hill Park. Inwood Hill And you can park. find all this information at www.inwoodjews.com. Sure. I mean, .org.com is also the same thing, but you'll In, get to our website. Inwoodjews.org. Exactly. And you would recommend, not that you give real estate advice, but I, you would recommend that anybody who's looking to expand their portfolio. Exactly. Look at Inwood. I would, I would tremendously suggest it because the time to get into Manhattan, to get into Inwood, is right now when the prices are low. Is 207th <laughs> Street essentially the border of Manhattan or it goes higher than so that? So it actually goes to 218th Street. And that's still Inwood? That is still Inwood. That's and it. It's, and I want to tell you something. If someone wants to look at at a beautiful at beautiful properties where it's quiet, you can see geese, you can see beautiful parks, <laughs> it's beautiful over there. Uh, I'm it. just suggesting. I'm everything. a salesman a little bit. <laughs> I see that. Sounds like you got everything up there. Unbelievable. It is beautiful up there. Uh, Rabbi Herschel Hart is more than willing to speak to anybody who wants to find <laughs> out more about the expanding Jewish community of Inwood, Manhattan. Uh, you can go to uh, inwoodjews.org. That's yes. one method. Uh, you can. You want to give out a phone number? It's up to you. Um, my cell phone number is three zero one eight zero seven two five two nine. We currently don't have offices because we're sort of like a pop up shul, I guess, right now. So we're we're sort of operating out of a pharmacy. That don't, shows how desperate don't we are. Don't <laughs> worry, you'll, you'll look back at these days with great fondness. Exactly. That I could, that That's what's a shame. And um, don't forget, a week from Shabbos, 6.15 Friday night, that's a week from this Friday night, at the Dichter Pharmacy on 207th Street. 
the basement serves as your main <laughs> sanctuary. Exactly. And then on Shavuos Day, if you know people, and I'm telling you, there are people in this audience who know folks up there. Obviously. If you know people who, who would love to have a Jewish experience like none other, Absolutely. tell them Wednesday, the first day of Shavuos at 6 p.m., uh, Rabbi Hartz is going to be reading the Torah. He'll be serving cheesecake. He'll be... Uh, uh, serving ice cream to and having anyone a, and whoever wants to come and having a nice shavuos experience. If you would walk from where it, I, I assume you stay in Washington Heights, Shabbos. Or Sometimes, not? yeah. Mo- and, most of the time, when I'm staying, when I'm up in Inwood, I'm staying easel, in Washington Heights. Easily yeah. walkable. Why you gives me a dorm? Actually, I can he, Kenneth Brander gives me a dorm. Yeah, easily walkable. Uh, it is 30 minutes walk. It's it's a That's very it. easy. It's an easy walk. You're, yeah, you're at YU. 30 minutes later, you're in Inwood. Absolutely. It's unbelievable, but 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 it's but it's far enough that right. it's a, it's its own, own Matthias, right. it's its own neighborhood. But it's whatever. It really has it has so much potential, and it's yeah. What can I say? Call out a vote. Thank you so much. In, I really appreciate you having us. A online. pleasure. Inwoodjews.org. Inwoodjews.org. Rabbi Herschel Hartz. Thank you so much for having us. A pleasure. JM and the AM as we continue on a Tuesday morning at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M., <clears throat> Ellie Schwabel off of the brand new CD entitled Heart's Mind with We Are One. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9. 
on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Someone just sent me photos from the Oh Hell Extreme Over the Edge event. Oh, gosh. Unbelievable. The uniforms look great. The signage looks great. The building looks ready. Although they sent me a close-up of the building. It's a much longer way down than when you're watching the building from the highway. <laughs> I can tell you that much. So kudos to those who are going over the edge in the Oh Hell Extreme event that's happening today. Pretty amazing, to say the least. Also, circle June 1st on your calendar. A week from Sunday, the Celebrate Israel Parade up Fifth Avenue. Getting ready for the big parade. Make sure you're part of it. June 1, Fifth Avenue, New York City. Congratulations. I just saw on Rabbi Klibanoff's um, uh, Facebook page, the uh, Kushner Cobras ended up undefeated and as champions in their league. So we say Mazal Tov to the ladies from all of us here uh, at JM in the AM. I believe it was the ladies' squad that took the uh, the championship. Well, um, I can tell you one thing. There are people in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, who are listening to JM in the AM this morning. There are probably people there who listen every single morning. Barry Halper is with us live via telephone. When I spoke to him yesterday, I said, you got to go on the air with me. Many of you are familiar. We discussed this with Lenny on Friday. Many of you are familiar that Schlockrock at 6 p.m. this coming Thursday, and then the uh, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs at 7 p.m. on Thursday are having a big Jewish Heritage Night. Barry Halper of the Jewish Federation is with us uh, live via telephone. He is the person, I am told, that is responsible for arranging this Jewish Heritage Night, which is which is uh, having a I don't know a big impact even here in the New York, New Jersey area. Barry Halper, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Achim. Pleasure to be uh, to be talking with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you, t- you for uh, inviting me on. I just want to give a quick uh, shout out to uh, Grandma Shirley <laughs> for making the uh, shidduch for uh, for this. We wouldn't have known about it without without her uh, telling us about your uh, disgusting shock rock and the Iron Pigs. So thank you. Well, kudos to her. You told me yesterday on the phone that already you're expecting over 300 people in this big group, right? Right. This uh, the uh, Heritage Night with the Iron Pigs has really generated a lot of interest in the Jewish community. I mean, our Jewish community. You know, you mentioned Lehigh Valley, but most people, probably in your listening area, would think of it more as the individual cities of Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton. We think of it as a collaborative uh, Lehigh Valley Jewish community, and there's about over 8,000 Jews in the area. So we've generated a lot of interest with the Iron Pigs, with the Jewish Heritage Night. As I said, well over 300 people have signed up for the, the package that's available where we're going to be giving out uh, a hat that says Iron Pigs in Hebrew <laughs> on it, and we will have a voucher for uh, kosher food, and it'll just be a really, really fun evening uh, for the uh, Jewish community and for the Iron Pigs as well. I mean, is there a uh, is there a kosher caterer in general in Lehigh Valley? Well, the actual thing is that Muhlenberg College, again, which a lot of your listeners would be familiar with, Muhlenberg uh, is in Allentown, and they do have a, uh, a, a kitchen that is under uh, our uh, Kashrut Commission, uh, Lehigh Valley Kashrut Commission uh, uh, supervision. The Mashkiach there, uh, Rabbi Jonathan Powers, basically made arrangements with the Iron Pigs, a really excellent organization, to make sure that there was uh, kosher food that evening that everybody can then take advantage of. And I talked to people that said, you know, they go to the Iron Pigs games, 
but the opportunity to go to the Iron Peaks game and get a hot dog as well is just the epitome of what the, what this evening is all about. Oh, there's no question about it. You know, we started uh, we started our fascination with this Jewish Heritage Night because there are there a lot of events around this country, but for some reason, this one has really caught on with the Jewish people even outside of Lehigh Valley. Uh, number one, we were thrilled to hear that Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock are going to be there, and you tell me that that begins at 6 p.m. on Thursday night, right? That is correct. It's about an, about an hour before game time. And then when we when we heard that there's a a kippa, a yarmulke that people could buy at the stadium that has an Iron Pigs logo on it, I don't know. That just seemed unique and really cool to everybody. <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure a number of months ago, having you know, bought uh, a Phillies fan, uh, by having you know gone down to uh, down to Philly and, and gone to the ball game there and bought a, uh, a Jewish uh, you know. Uh, Kippah uh, with, with a Phillies logo on it, that um, I wanted to make sure that we had one up here for the Iron Pigs, and I talked with them, and again, being the class organization they had, they didn't want to have knockoffs, they wanted to have an official one, so they actually scoured uh, the uh, and, and found a vendor who would, uh, an authorized vendor for minor league baseball, to make the uh, the Kippah with the official logo on it, so it's uh, it's it's an excellent Kippah, and, uh, and it's just... Uh, People are just really enjoying uh, wearing it. It sounds like it's, it sounds like working with them has been great. They are the Iron Pigs organization is really a top notch. In fact, the the Iron Pigs is basically the has been noted as like the best minor league franchise uh, in throughout the United States, and we they have well over six hundred thousand uh, fans each year, which for minor league baseball is huge. And so it's just a great organization uh, in the community, you know, for baseball and and the like. So. When I reached out to them regarding Jewish Heritage Night, I was asking would they do it, and they came back to me and said, we're going to do it, it's May 22nd. So they were very excited right from the beginning, and it's been, a, again, a real pleasure working with them all the way through on this process. Barry Halper is with us. All right, and on top of that, talk about you know minor league tradition or history. They're playing the Toledo Mudhens on Thursday night, a historic right, exactly. team. So you got that whole, I'm telling you, everything came together perfectly. You know, anybody who wants to tell their grandchildren they were a Toledo Mudheads game, you know, here's their opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's just, it's the perfect combination. Again, the, you know, the Jewish population always has loved baseball. The Iron Pigs uh, has a, a great team and just a great uh, Coca-Cola Park is a great stadium that we have. And we just have a, a fantastic time when we go to the ball games. And tonight we'll just be, in the midst of the uh, the Jewish community as well. And for those who are, who think it's an, an I, um, for those who think it's a uh, a swine reference, in reality, Iron Pigs is a steel reference, right? Exactly. It's kind of a you know takeoff from. We used to be the home of Bethlehem Steel, and right. uh, but with its demise, there's still the uh, people here that are still connected with it. And Iron Pigs is a kind of the, the one of the uh, forerunners of making steel. You know, when you first make the the iron and it's cast into these pigs they're called so they're called iron pigs and then they're refined into making steel so it's really part of the steel process but of course once the name came out they really kind of took off from there with all the uh you know references relative to the uh to, to the, the pigs and the hauser and the like so it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of going in that direction but they've but it's just not all in in, in good fun that, I mean, that, that also, i'm i'm telling uh, you that's um, i'm sorry go ahead our, our mascot is uh, is is uh, uh, Ferris, which is obviously relative to iron, and his uh, sidekick is 
FIFI, which is F-E-F-E, which is F-E is the symbol for iron. So they've, they've done every little twist that they can on the term iron pig. I'm telling you, the fact that there's a yarmulke with an iron pig's logo is fascinating to the teenagers out there. What's the capacity at the ballpark? The capacity is, uh, is a little over 10,000, and they average... They average about 9,200 a game wow. over, the, over the season. So, yeah, the place is packed, and it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, with a lot with minor league baseball, they do so much between innings right. that it's really entertainment. And uh, I know when we take our granddaughter there, we may have to leave after the fifth or sixth inning to get her to school the next day. But there's been so much fun all the way up to that that it's like, okay. And, and it's so inexpensive. I mean, the tickets are like $9, $10, and so it's real easy to you know get to and, and just have a fun evening, and like I said, if you have to leave a few minutes, a few innings early, it's not a big deal because it's uh, it's close and, and it's just a uh, great entertainment. All right, if people uh, so if people do want to drive out, and from here it's under two hours, if they want to come Thursday, and we hope to be there, if the weather holds up, we'll be joining you, Barry. Uh, people want to come out. I mean, there'll be tickets available. They don't have to worry, right? They'll be able to walk up and buy tickets on there'll Thursday. Be tickets available. What they well, I have to remember though the 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 uh, package with the hat and the. Um, the hat and the voucher for the kosher food, uh, that will be, that's already sold out. I mean, that has been such a, a big um, interest in all like that. That part sold out. But there are tickets available for the game and just to participate in just the, the evening as, as being part of Jewish Heritage Night. Those tickets are still available, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I, I got everybody in a panic now. You're telling me that we, we can't get the, the caps and the kosher food at this point? <laughs> well, I'm not saying you can't get the kosher food. They're saying the, um, the vouchers. Right. So you can still buy it, but the, the vouchers uh, are, are that's part of the, the package and all like that. But with the, uh, with, with the hat, uh, I believe, I don't know exactly how many they, they um, uh, created, but the packages are basically sold out. But I'm sure if we talk to the Iron Pigs, we could probably make up a, uh, a special run for uh, and work with you or whomever and make sure that other people get the Iron Pigs cap. If you go online, actually, under the Iron Pigs, you can go under on caps, and the, the key pot is actually listed under, you know, K-I-P-P-A. So if you go down under caps uh, alphabetically, uh, the key pot is, is there. So maybe they'll, they'll put the... Uh, the uh, the Iron Pigs uh, have with the, with the Hebrew on it as well. If so not, if not, then by, if not, then by Friday it'll be a uh, you know it'll be over a thousand dollars on eBay. I can tell you that much. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> We're gonna have to get two of them. Then. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is turning into a lot of fun, I can tell you that much. Plus, of course, don't forget Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock. He'll be there at 6 p.m. on Thursday. Barry Halper, it's the uh, the Iron Pigs against the Mudheads on Thursday night, Jewish Heritage Night in Lehigh Valley in the city of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, give me a, a number, a website. Is there anything that we should give out for people who want information now last minute about the event? I just go to uh, just Google uh, Iron Pigs, Iron Pigs Baseball, and uh, it'll come up and... The, uh, there's a, on that site, on the Iron Pig site, you can find the information regarding Jewish Heritage Night. And again, also the, uh, the directions to, uh, to Coca-Cola Park. And you're right. Give yourself a, uh, from North Jersey, give yourself, a, you know, two hours. It's not going to take that long, but right. give yourself two hours with the traffic, uh, to, uh, to come down. I'm sure a lot of your listeners already know our area. I mean, through, uh, Dorney Park is, is close by, and so a lot of people know that. Crayola Factory is uh, right in Easton. That's a great place to go. Just born, Eichen Mikes are manufactured in our area. So there's a lot here in the valley that uh, that, that really will should entice people to come on down. And, and the, the Iron Pigs is just one additional uh, component to that, uh, that great mix. Well, uh, Barry, I can't wait to meet you. It's uh, it, As I said to you yesterday, your Jewish pride just 
comes pouring forth, and it's just amazing. It's infectious, frankly. Oh, and by the way, any anybody who uh, remembers the old part-time, or I should say a minority owner of the Yankees, the great sports memorabilia collector Barry Halper, you are not related to him, but you told me yesterday you have your own collection of stuff. Yeah, he had the, one of the largest collections of baseball memorabilia. In fact, the Smithsonian used to get stuff from him. Well, I have the largest collection of news articles about Barry Halper <laughs> in the world, so I've collected that. <laughs> That's great. I think we may call you a relative just for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Barry, thank you so much. Hopefully see you later in the week. Welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. There he is, Barry Halper, Jewish Federation out in uh, Lehigh Valley in they co- he coordinated and uh, kicked off this Jewish Heritage Night concept with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs at Coca-Cola Park, Allentown, Pennsylvania. And this Thursday night, Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock at 6. The teams, the Toledo Mud Hens at the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs at 7. And uh, if you're lucky enough now, I didn't realize that package is sold out. i got to get that cap. Um, well, how's it going to look if I come back without that cap? It'll look terrible. Anyway, the package may be sold out, but there's still kosher food available and uh, Iron Pig yarmulkes for sale and uh, no doubt a whole bunch of minor league fun. So uh, hop aboard, everybody. Uh, We'll see if we can uh, make this road trip materialize for this coming Thursday afternoon. Day 35 in the counting of the Omer as we continue. Speaking of schlock rock...
from the dungeon did arrive. Lenny, and to my surprise, Rock Rock Man. It was a graveyard smash. We got lost in a flash. The Smart Rock
Eitan Katz with the Elul Nigun. Off of the Live in Jerusalem CD. J.M. and the A.M. Before that, Schlockrock with Baruch HaGever. Speaking of Schlockrock, they'll be there, of course, on uh, Thursday night, 6 p.m. at the uh, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. I keep wanting to say Iron Birds, but it's Iron Pigs. Uh, and by the way, apparently the Elmora Youth League, Elizabeth Hillside area, the Elmora Youth League has a Shomer Shabbos team. They're named the Iron Pigs. <laughs> they are going to the game Thursday night. I better bring along some JM the AM magnets to have on me. In case there's some listeners out there that we can, uh, we could, um, we can meet. Anyway, the Almora Youth League has a Shomer Shabbos team called the Iron Pigs. They'll be out there at Lehigh Valley on Thursday night. And another baseball note. Congratulations to Joey Goffstein. Apparently he's the new head bat boy and clubhouse manager for the Brooklyn Cyclones. Oh, is that kid gonna have requests? He will be hounded for bats and balls and everything else. So uh, congratulations, Joey. I know you did a great job with the uh, Newark Bears. I'm sure you'll do a great job with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Robert Katz just sent me a picture of what it looks like from the roof of the building that they're repelling off of for Ohel today and Ohel uh, over the edge. The picture petrified me. (laughs) Forget about being up there. And looking to go off the building. The picture petrified me. The picture verified my initial reaction. That it's a little too adventurous for me. Anyway, congratulations to everybody who's out there getting ready to uh, go over the edge on behalf of Ohel. A, a big yashikoch to all of you. Reminder, a week from tomorrow, it's our Yom Yerushalayim special at JM in the AM. And that's the day that we're going to introduce... The brand new Nahum Siegel Network app. The new app is even better than the old one. And that's going to happen a week from tomorrow on Yom Yerushalayim. And we look forward to that big announcement. Also a reminder, the 9 at 9 tonight with Yossi Zweig. He's added a whole bunch of songs from Chaim Yisrael and from uh, Yeshiva Boys Choir Volume 6 that just came out. A whole bunch of other stuff. It's all up there. If you go to the 9 at 9 link at NahumSiegel.com, you'll see it. And tonight he'll count them down beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on our stream at jmtheam.org, and um, everyone gets to vote at least once. So, hey, go ahead and vote, please. Yesterday, Mayor Weingarten introduced this song from Yishai Rebo, a moving song called Kol Dodi. Yishai Rebo, brand new here at JM in the AM. Kol dodina 
בתופים ועוגר. שירו לו זמר ולו אשרם, שהשם אלוקיו. ואז יפוח היום, והשקר יתהדר. אז יצאו במחול, כל איילות השדה, וידלגו על הערים. ולא מחמת אימת השועלים. ומחגבי הסלע יזרמו מים חיים. בין צטרי המדרגה להשקות שושנת העמקים ולהקים משכן שיסיר את סבלותינו מכאן כל דודי דופק, פיתחו לי בניי. הגיע זמן גאולתכם, ולצור אתכם אמרתי די. ובאתי לבשר, שלא תבכי יותר אחר. מריחים את המשיח, יותר מכל אבקת רוכב. שלום לך דודי, יצח ואדמון. שפוחם אותך על הבנים. ושב לבי צרון. ברחמים, כי לרחמך אין זיכרון שיכיל את כל הנתונים. ואז יפרו החיות, ושקר יתהדה. אז יצאו במחון כל איילות ולא מחמתם את השועלים, ומחגבי הסלע יזרמו מים חיים. בין צטרי המדרגה להשקות שושנת המקים, ולהקים משכן שיסיר את סבלותינו J.M. in the A.M. Yishai Rebo with a uh, a selection entitled Cold O.D. I want to thank Mayor Weingarten who introduced it to our audience in the um, 9 o'clock hour yesterday during the Israel show. Uh, don't forget today, Tuesday, jmintheam.org, uh, we have an opportunity to uh, uh, continue with amazing programming on our stream, which happens, of course, all day long. OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up at 9 o'clock. And then I get an opportunity again to speak with Dr. Erica Brown. She's amazing, and uh, her book on Safer by Midbar is incredible. And she is, uh, I guess, one of the Jewish worlds, maybe I should say the worlds, frankly, not just the Jewish worlds, 
uh, authority on the topic of leadership. And uh, Safer Bamidbar has a lot to do with leadership. Anyway, my interview with her, courtesy of our friends at Cohen Publications, happens at 10 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure to check it out. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner with the Shomer Yisrael off of his CD entitled Pischili here at J.M. in the A.M. want to thank the person who just sent me a photograph, which I've seen before, but it's always uh, cool to see again, a photograph of my father with the first Prime Minister of Israel, uh, David Ben-Gurion. Uh, I thank you very, very much for that. 23 minutes before... 9 o'clock on this Tuesday, day 35 in the counting of the Omer. A special good morning and shout-out to our friends at Mayanot Yeshiva High School. Tonight, Heartbeats, a night of song, dance, art, and connection is going to be taking place at Congregation Beth Shalom on Maitland Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey, beginning at 7 p.m. Evening benefits the Chabad's children of Chernobyl. Information at 201-833-4307. 201-833-4307. Again, good luck to our friends at Mayanot Yeshiva High School with that amazing annual presentation. And if you're in downtown Newark, they're about 20 minutes away from uh, going over the edge at the Heritage Capital Group building on behalf of OL. You can stop by and see the action. I've seen the photos already. <laughs> Pretty scary stuff, frankly. Uh, you can check it out by heading to downtown Newark today. And you will see people actually going over the edge, rappelling down a building, and uh, being sponsored by friends and family on behalf of OHEL. Tuesday morning, JM in the AM, by Mordechai Kanelsky, who is, of course, the director of Brits of Rum, and always brings us very interesting guests when he is accompanied by somebody. He's in our studio this morning. Rabbi Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. How are you today? Now, let's see. It's not Purim. It's not Pesach. It's after like Bomer. It's Isrochag. Shvuas, we don't really do much, me and you, right? We don't really uh, talk much about Shvuas, although I'm sure you have a beautiful Shvuas program at Bris of Ram. Am I right? Sure, sure. sure. You're going to have a beautiful... Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> Rabbi Kanelsky actually brought along his Shvuas uh, information. The mega ice cream party and the reading of the Aseret Hadibrot happens on the first day Shvuas, right? Yes. At 10.45 in the morning, and that will be at the shul. Bris Avram Center, Congregation Shomri Torah, Ohel Yosef Yitzchak. You can check that out on that Wednesday, June 4th at 10.45 in the morning. Ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Look, bet it'll be some cheesecake as well. I just have a feeling. I mean, are you yaitza without cheesecake? Yes, without Come cheesecakes. on. <laughs> you have to ask the... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, have, you have brought along Rabbi Avremi Kanelsky. Yes. Rabbi Kanelsky uh, is known for a role that he now plays at Newark Airport, of all places. Newark Airport now has some type of uh, Chabad presence, and we'll find out uh, what that is. Rabbi Avrami Kanelsky, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, first of all, frankly, and this is uh, obviously not a knock on you, but I was shocked watching the, uh, looking at the photographs of different events that you've held already at Newark Airport that it's taken this long for there to be some type of official Jewish presence at Newark Airport, I can only imagine how many Jewish people are traveling through the airport on a daily basis. Very, very large amount, Baruch Hashem. Uh, took a while, Baruch Hashem, with the connections that my father got with uh, with the Port Authority. We managed to put uh, once a week a uh, Jewish information stand right by uh, Gate 62 by the El Al uh, departure. And on today's day, we're there on a daily basis. Uh, every morning, we're there for a few hours. Uh, You're in Newark Airport every morning for a few hours. I am hours. there twice a week. 
And then the other rabbis of Bris Avram, Rabbi Wolanski is there, Rabbi David Wolanski, Rabbi Baruch Lepkevker is there. Always at gate 62. Always at gate 62. You'll see our big stand over there, Jewish information stand. We have it in Hebrew, English, and Russian. We all speak all three <laughs> languages. We have the literature in all three languages, whether it's things on the Parsha, whether it's stories to fill in, to put on. Um, just yesterday, I, uh, I was there. Yesterday was my day, Monday. We put on there 18 people to fill in. From the 18 people, 10 of them never put on tefillin in their life. There was actually a number of groups that were going through with the with the taglit, with the birthright. The birthright. 10 of them, they never put on tefillin. Does birthright usually leave from Newark? Yeah, most of them, almost every day we have. Uh, really? Yeah, so if I come early enough and I could get get, get them, uh, we got 10 people on a, on a daily basis. We have many, many people, anywhere between 5 to 15 people that never put tefillin in their life. And I guess they're from everywhere, right? From all over whether it's the state of New Jersey. from the, Actually, we had people from Chicago that were going by. Yesterday, interestingly, I had a person who walked by. It was two 20-year-olds that were going through. And uh, I showed him the, uh, the stand. He says, you want to put on tefillin? He got all excited. And he pulled out his bar mitzvah kippah. He says, I actually brought this. The last time I put on he tefillin. He figured he'd need it in Israel, huh? The first, <laughs> he said, the last time I put on tefillin was by my bar mitzvah. And I said, I will take this with me as to continue my Jewish heritage. And he got all excited. He put on tefillin. He says, let me wait till my older friends come. And he convinced all of his other friends to also put on tefillin. He was the only one there with his bar mitzvah kippah. He was there with tears in his eyes. He says, you know, last time I put on tefillin, he's 20 years old. Last time I put on tefillin was 13. And I'm putting it out now again. As soon as we put on tefillin, he asked his friends to put on his pic- to take a picture of him. And he updated his profile on Facebook. And he says, now I've got my Jewish profile on my way to Israel. And there he was standing with the tefillin with the Jewish pride in Newark Airport. I mean, what else could you ask for, uh, for Jewish pride? And the, the, the tags and the likes that I see now that are continuing to go uh, between the friends and saying how great it is that people in, in the Newark Airport, between the Jewish people and even the non-Jewish people that go by and stop at the stand, even the non-Jewish people, we give them the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noach, uh, the seven Noahide laws, and they see the pride that we have, that they tell me, you know, they could learn from us how a person has to be proud of his religion. So, Baruch Hashem, it is uh, growing I, and growing. I, I would like a commitment from you on the air right now. Yes. I would <laughs> like to come down one day okay. and accompany you. Don't make me work. No don't, problem. Don't make me approach anybody. <laughs> but I want to come down with you one day and sit at gate 62 and watch what happens there. You got it. It, it must start, be an exhilarating experience. It's beautiful. People that stand there are Hasidic people from Bar Park, Williamsburg. They're sitting oh, there. They and just, must be going They're nuts. just standing there and just watching and, and seeing them telling me, you know, people putting on tefillin, and whether it's men, women, the women with the girls, we give out little uh, things of Shabbos candles that they could take, two candles that they, I'll know that, you know, they'll light when they get to Israel. Yeah, today. You know, kidding? Mondays and Thursdays. This I Friday, the, they'll all be lighting it. That's right. I'll give them the brachis, and they're very, very excited about that. Besides then, that I take care of it, you know, between 10.30, 10.15, and 12.30, because then 12.30 uh, right, the is already starting the boarding. Right. Afterwards, uh, before holidays, I make my way up to the LL security office where the security staff are. And before the holidays... Must be impossible to get into that office. Well, that, took, that, took, that, took, a, that took a while as well, but Baruch Hashem, with the, with the connection they trust and the, the friendship... Guy like you. Yeah, with the friendship that we got that I always see, uh, they always mm. stop by... Uh, you know, the LL you, people like the booth very much. The LL security staff. All the people very, that think the LL staff because they don't let you dive in, you know, chakras on top of other passengers, so they they must hate Judaism. All those people need to be told that it's just the opposite. They're very, very for it. 
They're very, very for it. They just happen to not like when you sit on top of another passenger to David. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to make a point. You know what I mean? I understand. Because <laughs> everyone yells and screams, oh, they must hate us. No, it's not they hate us. <laughs> they have concerns about the flight. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, everything depends on the approach. Exactly. And when you give the person the proper approach. Right. And you give him the respect that he deserves. Right. And if you act in a disrespectful fashion, you're going to get that in return as Correct. well. Correct. But if That's you right. have the respect to them, they uh, the first time they may be spectacle, they want to know right. exactly. what's what's behind in your mind. Exactly. Rem- Rem- can see, you, let me continue with that, Remy, please. <laughs> with pleasure. I have nachas. I will be a spectator do this it, time. Do it for Remy's and Sturdy's, uh, <laughs> uh, for, for her sake. Let me continue with that, Remy, here. So, Enjoy it. <laughs> So uh, before the holidays, uh, I mean, just now coming from Pesach, we went there. By the way, before you talk about Pesach, and I am curious what you did for Pesach, I am told that you were in charge of an extremely moving day at Newark Airport, a Yom HaZikaron Israel Memorial Day program that you did, and the El Al people were very appreciative and participated with you. Correct. We made a a Yom HaZikaron morning uh, before the flights. We went to go out. We were there at 8.30 in the morning. Um, that Monday. That Monday we were there. Uh, I I did the uh, El Malei Rachamim, and uh, they also showed a, a a video over there remembering Yom Hazikaron. We also had the the moment, the minute of silence right. as we have in Israel. Uh, we were there for about a half hour, forty minutes, talking about the greatness. Afterwards, um, a lot uh, of people over there had had many. Uh, a lot of the uh, the people over there had tears in their eyes after watching the video. My father was going around. My father and I were going around and putting on tefillin with the uh, with the staff. One of the heads of the of the uh, of the El Al security staff, uh, which always told me no whenever we had these things with with with, uh, with putting on tefillin, he was always skeptical. But now my father went over to him and said, in memory of the great soldiers in Israel that are standing at the forefront and standing, uh, you know, watching over protecting our, our protecting our 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 land of Israel, he stood there and put on tefillin. He had tears in his eyes. He said that his father passed away in that year. We gathered. We were ten guys over there. We said a, mish- a Mishnah in memory, and then he said the Kaddish on the Yom HaZikaron. It was it was a, a moment which which will never be uh, forgotten. Tell it's, me tell me about Pesach. It's from that from Pesach we went there and we made sure everyone sold their hummus. We gave everybody a package ah, of shmura matzah. Everyone got shmura matzah. Even went, to passengers. Even to passengers we had we gave out as well. We gave out to the to the to the staff there as well. When they came uh, going a little, you know, we're going a little backward. But uh, when it was, whether it was, it was Purim, I came there. It was actually a very interesting. Don't tell scene. me you read the Megillah there. I read the Megillah there. Sunday morning Purim. Sunday morning, I was there. I dominated an early minion so I could be there to read the <laughs> Megillah there before the flight goes out. I got I actually got dressed up in my clown suit. I you was read fully the dressed in, in the my Purim clown costume. suit. That's right. I brought my two kids with me. Um, we read the Megillah there. Afterwards, we gave Shalach Monos to everybody. We give we gave it, you know, Israeli style. We had a bottle of bottle of Sprite with a package of Bamba. <laughs> they got very very excited. Um, and for all the other uh, uh, times that we go there, there is also the um, to all the passengers that go there. We give the Tefillah Sederach. We have the cards over here, Tefillah Sederach in Hebrew and in English, um, with a picture of our shul, letting people know that our shul is only 2.4 miles away. From Newark Airport, we are that close. As a matter of fact, so not someone's in a ago, layover. They can someone's in a layover. We got people calling us all the time right before Shabbos, saying that they uh, missed the flight or they have to take a flight Motzei Shabbos and they stay over at us. Uh, we're right there. If you need a minion, the Kanelsky family doesn't mind if people at the last minute show up. That's okay with them. We are open for for always. <laughs> 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 we have a, 
my wife hosted people that people walked in on Shabbos morning because the plane landed so late at Friday night and they swept over in the airport. And they, and they knew then Shabbos morning they were walking on North Avenue and I was going to show. They asked, maybe you know where Kanelski is living? And I said, why are you waiting for Kanelski? Then he says, we are from North Carolina, we walk now two miles and we want to have a place for to eat something. And, and So if you're going through and you're taking a flight, whether it's the morning, you want a minion. We got a daily minion at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, we have can a, go straight to the airport. You go straight to the airport. We have a minchamarev minion, bisman. We have also a men's mikveh and a woman's mikveh. If you're going on your way in, on your yeah. way out, you have to stop for the mikveh. You have your Jewish information stand there at the airport. You have been in the airport since when? The weekly thing started when? How uh, long ago? We're about a year now. About Hanukkah, it started to get more often. Uh, before that, it was less often, but right. now we're a year that we're... And now you're essentially full-time. Correct. And uh, we tell, uh, make sure people know that there's kosher there. And in the beginning, I didn't know exactly where the kosher right. place is, and I saw the way people said, oh, there's no kosher, and they went and unfortunately ate right. you know, from the non-religious people. Now I know that there's kosher in all three terminals. I know where it exactly is, so if you need to know where to buy the kosher food they got there... Uh, kosher wraps and sandwiches, Cholavis roll, Pasis roll, in the airport. In Newark Airport. In Newark Airport, and all three terminals, you got kosher there, and uh, anything you need, anything between food to tefillin, whether it's sustenance for the soul or sustenance for the body, we're there to make sure that you have it. Unbelievable. Um, you have a website that people could look yes, at? Yes, it's brisavram.org. You could look at the website. And it's all you there go, about all Newark is Airport? there, correct. You could also look at the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash brisavram, all the Pictures that I keep on Who's putting there up. today? Today is Tuesday. Today is Rabbi Wolanski. He'll Rabbi be David there Wolanski until about noontime. Correct. He's going to be there soon. He'll right. be there until about noontime. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Rabbi Baruch Lepkevker is there. And I'm back there again on Thursday. You got the laning days. I got the laning days. That's right. <laughs> and um, and they'll put on tefillin. They'll give out the cards. They'll give candles to the ladies. Correct. We also have the uh, weekly, uh, it's called uh, Dvar Malchus, which has in it uh, the Dafyomi people. There are a lot of Hasidic people and religious people that go by. And uh, we put this, we give it out for free, being that we're not allowed to put there a charity box. So anything that I give out is a give. I'm not allowed to take it. You are not allowed. Can you give an envelope? Not even that. When when we started that, when we started, we started first of all to put a menorah at Newark Airport. Right. And then my son says to me, Tati, let's start moving next case. After the menorah, let's light it up a whole year. Right. Then I went and I speak with them, and they said, we have a concern. Because we let other places in different airports permission to put, and the next thing was that the people were solicited. Right. Then I said, I guarantee you, nobody will solicit anything, no envelopes, no Zdokopushke, never anybody will be solicited a dollar. And you've held to that till today. Wait one minute. One of the people of the uh, Port Authority who was non-Jewish person, was going with a suitcase, passed by by my son when he was there, and he asked him, what's going on here? And my son says what's going on, and my son offered him the traveler's guide right. in English. Right. And he says, can I give you a donation? Says my son, no, 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 we're not taking no donations, no nothing. I did not know who the person is. My son did not know who the person is. And at night I got a phone call. You passed the test. <gasps> you passed the test. And that made us that since then the door got opened up in, in Newark Airport for us. And there is not one event that's being done in Newark Airport wow. that we are not invited. 
Because wow. they saw that we stick to our promise. And when we said that the whole idea is to serve the people and we're giving them whatever they need, they loved it. Wow. And from one day to two days, and on Sundays we have rotated. We have a guy that moved to our community, Michal Shapira. He goes on Sundays and other people go on Sundays. Then there is no day. Unbelievable. By the way, people don't know the end of the story. Once you found out that Avrami Kanelsky said no donations, you fired him. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you know how hard it is for Avrami Kanelsky not to walk around with envelopes? I mean, you know how difficult that this is? is? This is one of my hardest jobs. Place is a hard place. But well, I want to add to the Yomasi Karon thing. Yes. After that, I went out from there, and we went with my other son, Yudi, from after my son made the Kiyomawarachamim, we went home. My son stayed there for the whole day. Right. But I went home, and I passed by, and I see there's a lot of children on the floor sitting. Then I said to Avremi, who is on the floor, this, he says, this was probably the birth rights. Right. And I walked over to them. Anybody wants to put film? And right away, the Madrich says, no, 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 no. And I said to myself, it's impossible. And I started to plead to one person, another person, until one person says, what is that? What's that? I said to him, are you Jewish? He says, yes. I said to him, come, let me teach you what's that. And I told him to lift up his, his shirt, and I put him in After that person put in, 16 people put in right after him. And the whole studio line from Detroit, from Chicago, from <laughs> Miami. He was the first one, and he did not know even what I'm selling him. He bought a, a, a he bought something that the schus that he has is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, I, I could sit here all day with these stories. The work you're doing is amazing. Newark Airport, Gate 62. Recommend it to all your friends and relatives from around the world who come in when they're at Newark Airport. They could be inspired on their way to the plane. Pretty amazing. <laughs> you think this is the only thing that we did there? We printed a tanya at Newark Airport. Really? Yes. Any special reason? Uh, yeah, because the Rebbe said yeah, but that... Yeah, but Atanya's been printed in Newark before. In Newark Airport, was never printed Atanya. But in the city of Newark, it was. Okay, but Newark Airport is, a, is an international place. It's a different government. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> Every it's, place that Jewish people go through, the Rebbe will ask that there should be printed Atanya. And the, the reason for that is that everybody that goes through that area should feel that it's his Tanya. Right. And we actually, when I stand over there, I give out the Tanyas... That were, that, that were printed. There were tanyas that were printed there. There are different tanyas that my father also printed throughout the state of New Jersey before right. I was born, actually. And uh, we give them out over there, which, again, continues the Jewish pride between uh, those and many other travelers. Uh, the website, brisavram.org. All the info's there. Rabbi Avrami Kanelsky, great work in Newark Airport. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky. Thank you for bringing this Jewish hero to our attention. And Reb Nochem, thank you for uh, for making people to know about that beautiful place. And are we going to make good on the commitment here? I want I want to come and see what's going on. You got it. You let me know the date, and I'll be there. Choose Mon- usually Monday when you're asking Thursday. me to come, I'm saying to you not Monday and Thursday. Right now, to you, I'm saying only Monday and Thursday because then Mavremi is there. And regards to my friend Vered, please. You know yes, Vered. Of course, sure. we know Vered. Please yes. send regards. We will. She's number one. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it depends who you're asking. <laughs> anyway, uh, there you have it, folks. A lot of activity at Newark Airport on a daily basis, courtesy of Rissav Rum. Five minutes before 9 o'clock, so we wrap up a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. Wraps up an amazing day for us here at JM and the AM. Anybody who's going over the edge, rappelling off of that building in downtown Newark to benefit O-Health, a big thank you to you uh, for your adventurous spirit coming through for an amazing organization. Uh, anybody who's in downtown Newark today, check it out at 550 Broad, I believe is the address. Uh, they'll be rappelling all day long and having some fun. Thank God they have great weather for it. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Great programming on our stream all day long at jmnam.org, including Ellie Hagler with the Jewish Reaction Show coming up next. And then I speak to Dr. Erica Brown coming up between 10 and 11 this morning on jmnam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.